And what's up, everyone? I'm Joe DeHoyos. I am the host of Beyond the Woodline. And with me tonight, I've got Angelina and Christina from Bad to the Bone Paranormal Researchers. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you, good. Joe? I'm doing good, guys. You know, first of all, thanks a lot for, for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it. I know we've been in, in contact going back and forth and stuff, so I'm, I'm glad we were able to get this thing going. You know, well, thank uh, you. Yeah, 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 sure. And, uh, uh, you know, real quick, just want to make, make like a little announcement. Uh, I might have a sponsor for my show. It just kind of fell into my lap. So it's, it's, it's a good thing. It's actually, uh, I'm in the business of, uh, printing and we do like banners and signs and poster boards and all this kind of stuff you know and uh i told my boss today i was like hey man you know i know a lot of people you know they have all these conferences and people are always looking for banners and stuff like that and uh you know posters or you know what business cards flyers whatever i said i'll i'll, I'll promote you guys on my show and he said man if you promote us we'll we'll, we'll sponsor you and i'm like shit hell yeah hell yeah so, uh, <laughs> so you know, I mean, you know yeah. it, 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 it don't cost much for the show a month, but you know that's a little money you know that I don't have to come out with. So, right. yeah, thank you, Walter. But uh, yeah, right. man. Uh, yes. All you guys on Facebook, just say Facebook user. You have to give StreamYard permission to use you. We shot but, uh, as much. Yeah. So, uh, Angelina, you want to go first? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into the paranormal. Yeah. Um. Again, my name is Angelina. I am the team lead for Van. Back to the Bone Paranormal Researchers. I got into paranormal research four years ago um, via trespassing, so I don't suggest that. <laughs> and um, that's how my career started, and I've been off and running ever since. I'm addicted. I'm very afraid to die, so I want to know what's going to happen when I die and if I can go where I want to go. Okay. Christina, what got you started into this crazy little world? Um, I've always been interested in it growing up, I guess. I watched a lot of TV, which TV is not the reality of actually doing it. Right. But, um, I met her and her, she had her own team. So that was kind of interesting to me. So I just kind of decided to go with it one day. And ever since I've come to like it. Cool. Uh, so like, what was your first like validation that something was out there the first time you said oh shit this is real uh christina <laughs> you got two hours <laughs> um, that would probably be well before we went to octagon hall we actually went and took a trip to bobby mackey's just to do a tour and we're standing there and the, you know, the tour guide's talking and all of a sudden I look over to my right back in this far back corner and I seen a shadow figure standing in the corner. And I was scared. I didn't know what to say. I didn't want to interrupt the lady. So I'm just like, oh my God, did I really just see what I just seen? And finally I said something and that the tour lady was like, yep, I seen it too. And she said, I just turned my head and keep, do, keep going. And she asked seen it too so it validated that what i seen i actually see so that was one of the biggest moments for me <laughs> yeah what about you angelina um i will have to say the biggest moment for me and it still haunts me to this day and this is going on four years now i was at post town elementary school in middletown ohio and i had lived there for eight months 
And one day I went down to help uh, Ventures Paranormal with a public investigation. I saw two elderly people. They were in the late 70s, early, early, early 80s. I could tell you exactly what they were wearing. Uh, the old guy was carrying one of those old VHS tapes our parents used to carry back in the day. And the lady had a Polaroid camera. And I said, hey, welcome to Post Town. The investigation is going to start in about 10, 15 minutes. And clearly you see me standing there talking to them. They were never there. I, we shut down the whole entire building, flipped on all the lights in this 30, I think it's 36,000 square feet, put on all the lights and searched. The caretaker searched the CCTV from 12 noon <laughs> that Then people never entered that building. Really? Still haunts me to this day. And I'm looking at them like I'm looking at you and I'm five feet away. <laughs> so that was, that was yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. You know, I mean, yeah. Um, because you know, I, I I hear stuff like that. And every time I hear it, it's 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 one of the freakier experiences or encounters that a person could have. I think you know, and it, it's nothing necessarily scary, but it's just such a it messes with your head a little bit, doesn't it? It did. It it. I mean, here we are, four years later. I actually took a break for almost two years because mentally living in that environment and being around the spirits all the time, and that school is very active. There's no doubt about it. It mentally messed with me. Um, I'm just now getting over having nightmares, terror, um, things like that, and slowly getting back into the paranormal. Really? Well, I say I kind of jump in, <laughs> but okay. it did mess mentally. Yeah, absolutely. And every day I wonder, who are you and why? Right. Why? So what was it that that, that messaged you so much? Uh, can, can you explain that? I really can't. I when I first moved into the school, I was staying in a in a visitor's um, overnight bedroom, and I started having dreams every night of people being murdered. Never had that happened. There's no documentation of murders at this school. It's a very friendly haunt, uh, you know, most of the time. And then when I moved into another section of the school that wasn't so much investigated. I started seeing people just come to me, dead people, just really? now. And I see it a lot and it bothers me, something I don't like. I don't want to go through it. I want to get, I'm in it to investigate. I'm not in it to see the things right. I, I'm dealing with that now. Right. And it's hard. Um, it's very, so, very so, so this ability or gift, it's just something that just kind of happened? I think so because I wasn't seeing them too much at Postdown. I was seeing a lot of white shadows, a lot of mist. Um, I never saw a dark, a dark shadow until we went to Bobby Mackey's. Mm -hmm. But when I post town, that's when I started seeing dead people just walking up to me and reaching out. And sometimes I feel like they're suffocating me. And um, it causes Christina a lot of sleepless nights because we are partners. Right. So try explaining that to somebody you just <laughs> meeting and you tell them, oh, I'm a ghost hunter, I, you know, first a paranormal investigator. And he wakes up to me. <laughs> yeah. So, Christina, what was that like for you with her having these experiences? Uh, what, what was it for you? I mean, did, did you believe her uh, or was it hard for you to believe? Uh, well, no, I, I, I believe her 100 percent, no doubt. Um, and I, I only say this because not only have I witnessed certain things 
while she's sleeping. But there's one particular time um, she had woke up. We had spent the night with a friend we went to go see. And um, I'm just watching her and watching her. She's moving all over the bed, doing this, doing that. Next thing I know, I look over and she's her eyes are open and she's literally talking to somebody standing next to the side of the bed. And I'm like, I didn't know what to do. So I just kind of let her go and do her thing. And then she'd turn around and look at me and be like, do you see them? Do you hear them? And I'm like, no, I, I, I don't see any, anything. She's like, they're there. They're there. Like she, she see, she wakes up seeing things quite a bit and it is scary. Um, I just, I try to help her through it the best that I can because I'm no right. expert in any means, but I try to help the best I can. Right. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's, I mean, you know, that's what you can do, right? You know, that's your partner. You got to try to do something and pat her on her back sometimes, right? That's all you can do. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, Walter, you have, uh, Walter has a comment for you. Do you get uh, anxiety attacks or do you have it under control? or And if so, how do you manage to control it? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have panic attacks when I awaken from it. I do know that when I'm out investigating and I see these people, I internally panic, but I try to calm myself down and not allow myself to be vulnerable and let them in. But that's hard. It's very hard for me to do. There's a lot of times lately where I'll get up and I'll just walk outside from an investigation. And that recently just happened where I left my team hanging, but I just had to get out. I had to get out. And I feel like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not crazy. You're not the first one to experience this, but have, do you have any mentors that, that, that have tried to help you or that are helping you? Um, and nothing against mediums and psychics and all that. I have reached out to a few, but they want a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> to help um i i did reach out to somebody who said basically when they come to say hey look i know you need my help for what reason i don't know i can't help you right now i'm trying to understand these abilities myself mm -hmm. and i try to say that but it doesn't seem to work mm -hmm. um so i'm kind of just trusting my faith in god and doing the best that I can with it. It seems like the more investigations I go on, the better it's possibly getting. I'm, okay. I'm starting to find whatever it is that's happening to me. Okay. But I don't want it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So like, uh, so what have been some of your favorite places to investigate? Angelina, you can answer that first. Man, that's tough. Um, I don't want anyone to get mad out there. <laughs> we just we just recently did the world's largest ghost hunt at General Astral Stone Mansion in Winchester, but my all-time favorite is Octagon Hall in Franklin, Kentucky. Okay. If you've never been scared shitless, this <laughs> is to go. Yeah, I yeah. think there were six of us. We were with um, Oldham County Paranormal. Uh, Shannon Humphreys is a team lead. And I think all of us were on our toes all night long, so much so that it started the minute we walked in and Christina yelled at everybody. I think something got into her because she's not a yeller about aren't, aren't we supposed to F and pray before we start this? And that was her very first investigation I threw her into. Wow. So A very terrifying one at that. <laughs> but good. Yeah. 
it's a must visit location. It, it, it definitely is. Okay, well, cool. So, so Christina, you know, was that like your favorite place to go or not your favorite place to go? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of a tough question, you see. Right, um, yeah. So far, yes. And I only say that because I experienced, experienced a lot of things that night for it being my first investigation. I learned a lot um, by the people that I was with and I guess... I don't know. I just learned a lot. Put it that way. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So, so when you guys are going on vacation, on vacation, on the investigations, uh, what kind of equipment do you use, or do you use anything or just yourselves? Yeah, I'm I'm more old school. I'm living at the school, studying the paranormal, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every chance I got. I had the the great opportunity to learn from a lot of people. Um, so I'm a big, huge Keith Age supporter. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Keith Age. He's an amazing guy. He's been in it for a long, long time. Um, I have a mentor. Um, from For being a team lead, you know, I reached out to another team lead from Olin County Paranormal. Um, so there's been a, a lot of teams I learned from, but I like doing EVPs, taking pictures, and I like recording video. Okay. I'm not big on the equipment. I'm not telling people not to try it. I do like the REM pod. I'm getting more skilled with the SLS. Um, but if I had my way and I've done it, I'll take the equipment and I'll take all the batteries out and then I'll tell a spirit, make that, you got that much energy, light it up. Right. Uh -huh. I'm yeah. a and Lorraine type. <laughs> uh, there you go. But with my teachers, I want them to try everything. Everything, you know, try the equipment, try the EVPs. We're right now practicing and they're learning sensory deprivation, which mm -hmm. they're that's right. the times. Yes. So um, I think Christina likes the EVPs as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I love doing the EVPs. I'm not, I like taking pictures, but I'm definitely more of an EVP kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever caught any really good ones? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, any favorites you can talk about? Um, at Post Town, we got one, and it was a boy versus girl. So the boys were down in the in the basement. The girls were on the top level, and we were messing with a fake spider on the desk. And we were like, oh, my God, that looks real. And all those girls are freaking out. And clearly, clear as day, you can hear in the audio. Then why are you messing with it for? It was a man. Huh. And man, did that blow our minds. And when I go back and I watch the whole live video, you can hear two spirits having conversations while we're all talking to each other. And then the most recent one we got was at the world's largest ghost hunt, which blew my mind. And I asked, what's it like to be dead? And we got clear as day. Spirit box got quiet, everything free, mm -hmm. clear as day. That yeah. for me is amazing because it's helping answering some of my questions of fear of dying, I'm definitely afraid. <laughs> so really? it's pretty sounded good. <laughs> oh, that's good. So yeah, speaking of the the world's biggest ghost hunt, there was a question: Could you talk a little bit about the world's biggest ghost hunt and what your thoughts on it? Would would they uh, recommend other groups doing it? You know, I've been trying to get in 
to the world's go- largest ghost town for four years, but obviously I didn't have a team. Finding the team is one of the hardest things I think about the paranormal and finding people you can trust and respect and people that respect those who have passed on. So this year I had a team. We were able to enter. We were able to participate. It's an amazing event. We, I thought, to, you know, my team, I'm going to take you guys somewhere easy. It's a nice haunt, General Asheville Mansion. But then I forgot that the World's Largest Ghost Hunt was open in portals all over the place. So we got more than we bargained for. But the World's Largest Ghost Hunt, um, I can never pronounce her last name, Maria. I believe she's the huge committee. She's the owner of it. It's an amazing event. It's amazing. So much para-unity. There was so much help and understanding and explanation before we started this. They talked about the metaphysical. While we were at the mansion, we all were physically attacked emotionally. And Mm -hmm. the world's largest ghost hunt committee was there. They had a medium on the phone for us. They had us playing. They had us doing whatever we needed to do to get these attachments out of us. We felt a lot of pain and sorrow and hurt. And I would recommend that anybody who's into paranormal investigations sign up for this event. They do it once a year. And it's just amazing. And we got to know people from all over the world in different techniques of paranormal investigation that we're going to adapt from our team for maybe somebody in India and how they do things differently. But it's amazing. And I suggest everybody register we're already registered for next year for randolph county mm-hmm. asylum Chester. you know oh, nice. at home i think two days after we booked it and i after we're done i said i'm booking it i'm booking it you know so i recommend you know go to the world's largest ghost hunt on facebook read about it national read about it they do a lot of things throughout the year but it's a, it is a must enter event mm-hmm. it's it's amazing it's amazing I couldn't. I, I couldn't say enough. I cried when we found out we were involved. Oh, in really? It. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Um, yeah. And Walter. Walter has another question. He goes, "Have you ever had a demonic presence or interaction? And if so, how do you deal with that?" That's a question that breaks me down. Yes, we have had an experience like that, and that was uh, at Octagon Hall. Um, we all decided to go take a trip up into the attic. And that probably was not the right thing to do. (laughs) Before we went, I I demand, not demand, I politely demand my team research their asses off. The land, the history of the town, who lived in a home before the home was built, where the building materials came from. Just, I demand research. And I got fixated on a soldier named Edward, who, long story short, he got shot in the leg crawled up into the basement to hide and he died there. Oh, so, wow. yeah, I, I felt his pain and sorrow for months before we even went. And when we got there, I, I remember going up into the attic and it was a, a regular ladder. <laughs> so we were all afraid of going up this regular ladder into an attic in an octagon shaped house. And that's all I remember. That's all I remember. They said that my ears got, I told them my ears were hot and then all hell broke loose. I, I put everybody at risk. Oh, I, really? 
Yeah. Prior to doing that, I remember what I did. I took off my rosary and I tried a theory and I just let go. So Christina can probably tell you better what happened because I try not to think about it. It hurts. So what was that like for you, Christina? Scary. Especially for her first investigation, I threw her to the sharks. Yeah, it was scary. You know, there was a lot more people there that were a lot more experienced than me. But when it started happening, everybody just kind of freaked out. Nobody really knew what to do. And everybody just kind of looked at me like, hey, <laughs> you know the best. Can you help her in a kind of way, you know? So, you know, all, all I could hear was, you know, one of the other team members we were with was telling telling everybody that we needed to get her out of the house. I had to fight with her for about 10 minutes just to get her to crawl down the ladder because she was just trying to walk straight down. Um, she didn't want to leave. When I finally got her down, I had to pretty much hold on to her arm and almost drag her out while she's screaming and yelling, I can't leave them. I can't leave them. They're going to die. And just all types of things. It was very scary. I took her outside. Um, two of the other team members we were with ended up putting holy water on her and saved her. She was fine. We waited a couple minutes, went back in the house, and it all started all over again. And at the time, one of the team members that we had with us, um, he was black, and he was sitting at the other end of the kitchen table in there. She's sitting at one end. He's sitting at the other. All of us are on the side, and she just had the most evilest look. I can't even explain it to you. <clears throat> um, she told the guy at the other end of the table that he shouldn't be here. He needed to get up and leave. She got to the point to where she got up out of her chair and was getting ready to go after him. So I had to physically stand in front of her and tell her, you're not going over there. You're not passing me. And she got upset. So she turns around and looks at the Confederate flag, puts her hands behind her back and just stood there the same exact way that a soldier would stand looking at a flag. It was very creepy. And I'm Latina. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took one of the other team members that we were with, the way she raised her voice and the things that she was saying to her, she actually ended up getting her to snap out of it. And after that, I think we all were pretty much done for the night. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm done right now myself, having to hear that. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a two-hour process. We, we found yeah. out, we, we called, um, Shannon Humphrey from Olden County Paranormal called the facility the next day to tell the you know, the caretaker what happened. And apparently on that Saturday night, the day after we went, they had to remove four people from the house and had to have the octagon hall cleansed. That place is no joke. That that place was built, I don't know, 18 in 1800s and the Confederates came and then the Union Army came and it was kind of a hideout. So tens of thousands of soldiers were there, dead. There's it's they had slave quarters, a kitchen outside, and the slaves would walk in and whistle on the way in so that the owners know, hey, they're not eating my food. So it was interesting when we took our black friend with us, African-American, I want to be politically correct here, and uh, he was protected the whole time. Every time I made a joke about that man, we got a response back from the recorders, leave him alone, just go. 
And I was like, and I heard it one time, a disembodied voice. And I said, are you telling me to leave him a go? And the obelisk goes off and goes, right. Like the whole time. But he stayed in the leather shop where the slaves would work. Mm-hmm. He continued down in that basement. And we just, it, it I don't know. I, I, it still bothers me to this day. I mean, to lose 45 minutes of time, right. that's bad. That's right. scary. Yeah. So you so, but, no, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. <laughs> I live. I, I lived in a house with that a lot of paranormal activity, and that was that was enough for me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, what happened to your friend? Did did uh, he experience anything at all? You know, it's funny because a lot of I, I've heard this a lot since I've been in the paranormal that African American people are afraid to ghost hunt. Right. So I invited a friend. He was a little scared. When we pulled up, I think we all were when we saw how creepy it was. And I made him walk through the door first. I wanted to see if his body language changed. So he he was kind of like this, you know, he walked through that door first. When he got his right foot over the threshold, his whole body just like they're letting me in this house. Like he was happy the The whole time. time. We're upstairs experiencing balls moving. We were capturing it on video. We're freaking out from all these noises going on and what I had just done. And this cool, calm, and collective. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so, good. yeah. So, it, in a way, we kind of, you know, in a way, prove people wrong. Don't mm. say that, you know, someone is afraid to ghost hunt or investigate because of the color of their skin, you mm. know. Right. That, that's something I don't like, you know. Right. So, but he was, he, he, he was fine all night. It kind of pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little bit too fine. Yeah, it was too fine. Yeah. So, so, so you mentioned other team members. Who else do you have on your team and, and what do they do? Do they have certain roles right, to play? Right now we have, we're trying someone out. Her name is Lizanne Whitaker. Um, if it wasn't for Lizanne, we had car problems and we almost didn't make it to the world's largest ghost hunt. So if it wasn't for her, we would have not have made it. So right now she's trying out for the team. She's got two more investigations to go with us before we decide to put her on the team or not. Because we want to make sure that we blend well. We want to make sure that we know each other, our body, you know, reactions and our facial figures to things like that. I've had other people on my just didn't work out. Some people were faking evidence and the hardest uh-huh. thing for me to call them out all over social media and you got to do what you got to do. Um, so right now it's me and Christina. We do a lot of ghost hunting with, uh, Oldham County paranormal. Um, and then we invite other friends around. So, you know, it's small. It seems like we get someone on, they do something stupid or they just, Oh, you're going to world's largest ghost hunt. I'll be on your team, but I don't want to help promote or push anything. And I say, well, you got to go have a nice day. It's called a team for a reason. Right. But for four years, it's pretty much been me. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, uh, like my main thing is, is doing the Bigfoot thing. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think people out there and I'm like, I'll never take this guy out here again with me. I'll never bring him out again. You know? Yeah. Uh, some people just act us they they act stupid. I'll just say that right now. They act stupid. Or they get out there and this is like especially when you go out there, you're camping and you're getting in kayaks or whatever, they're like, We gotta go all the way out there. 
we got to go all the way out there, you know. We, I got a paddle. I'm like, yeah, your ass got a paddle, you know. You know, or like, man, it's hot. I'm like, we're out in the damn woods. Of course it's hot, you know. So I'm like, I'm not taking, I'm not taking people's asses like that no more. Had a guy shoot his gun up in the air because he said he heard some noises one night. I'm like, you're the only idiot that heard anything, you know. You're not no. coming out here anymore, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I know. Yeah, yeah, we'd yeah, love so. to hunt in one day. <laughs> and you know what? But Sometimes it's, it's not for everyone, you know, whether it's paranormal, Bigfoot, and UFOs. You know, people might go out there and they might decide, you know what, I want to do it. And that's fine. You know, I'd rather them do that than to go out there and act like a damn idiot, you know. And, right. Uh, and, you know, you were, you were talking about faking evidence, and, man, I can't stand that either. And, and the worst thing about, I don't, I don't want to call it faking, is there are people who see things that aren't there, you know, and they're like, yeah, there's something right here. They're drawing circles and pointing arrows and yeah. drawing eyes and noses and mouths on it. I'm like, dude, that's nothing, you know. And if you got to do all of that, then you, you shouldn't be, you know, presenting it as evidence, you know. Yeah, and, uh, that's very true. With me, when it comes to pictures, um, debunking is hard, you know. You got to debunk before you start an experiment, debunk again after experiment, debunk these pictures. I take my pictures to well-known photographers, and I say, hey, anything in this picture that shouldn't be here that you see, you know, right. I'll, I'll take it that far. I had somebody fake some evidence at Waverly one time, and I kind of knew it was fake, but I just wanted to double check and damned if I wasn't right, you know, and I just don't get that. Wow. It makes me wonder, how, are you going to respect your family when they die? Are you going to disrespect them too, just like this? Because for me, it's just respecting extremely disrespecting as well as lying if you don't get nothing you don't get nothing call it a day yeah. i've been on months we recently one time went to randolph county and the guy we went with he put too many people in there so there was way too much noise contamination so right. we had to toss out all evidence right you know it, it yeah. happened right. you're gonna keep something or you're not but you got to be patient yeah you know, and I thought people that with you know with the big footing thing, I said sometimes you're just going out there and you're just gonna end up camping. You're not gonna catch anything, you're not gonna hear any vocals, any wood knocks, you're not gonna catch any kind of you know it's really hard to catch footprints, which you know, if you're going out there looking for footprints, you're not gonna find them. You know, it's uh I go out there I think in twelve years I found three three prints, you know. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'm all for the Bigfoot hunting, but it once the dark starts coming, you can find me at the closest Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do my research online. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'll be the base camp from the hotel, guys. <laughs> yeah. Snoring away. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. I can sleep anywhere. It's <laughs> good. So, so what do you guys have coming up? Do you guys have any uh, any investigations coming up? Any big plans that you can talk about? Uh -huh. We're looking to get into Bobby Mackey's. We just got home from vacation this weekend. We, we still have some things to do before we get settled at home for the, for the winter. But we're looking at Bobby Mackey's. And if we can't get in there, we have a lot of stuff planned for 2022. Um, we don't want to give too much away right now. Um, but if we don't do Bobby Mackey's, we're pretty much done for this year. Okay. Um, we've been on some very exhausting investigations. Mm -hmm here so <laughs> mentally we're still trying to pull it together and we still have evidence all the way back from may to go through on top of the world's largest ghost hunt we have to submit all our evidence by a certain date so they can air it live in vegas if we've caught anything so we have a lot of catching up to do 
So I don't think if we don't do Bobby Mackey's, there'll be anything else this year. Unfortunately. Right. No, not, well, I mean, you know, you got the holidays coming up and yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, it's going to be packed. And a, lot, a lot of these places get packed right about now anyway, too. So, you know, right. especially with Halloween coming up and then, you know, with the, with the holidays, like I said, they, uh, they definitely get packed. So, um, yeah, so uh, you guys have, have like a bucket list of places that uh, you might want to go? Maybe to, you have like a top three or four, maybe five places that you're thinking about going to? Yeah, we do. We actually were going to go a few places while we're on vacation in Massachusetts. But after we got there, I realized, you know, I hadn't seen my family in four years and family's more important to me than anything. So we didn't do any. Plus, my mother doesn't like it. So we made sure not to do it. Oh, really? Right. We had planned on we're planning on Lizzie Borden House next year. Um, obviously, the Conjuring House is now out since they're selling it, um, unless they plan to open it for investigations. We're also looking at Wilson Castle. We did go there on our trip. Um, Gillette Castle, Bobby Mackey's. We'll be back at Randolph, back at Octagon Hall, and a couple other places. But I'm really, really looking forward to going back to Octagon Hall, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, why, why would you want to go back there? <laughs> I still have unfinished business with Edward. Okay. I want to know the story. I, I, I want to get a police detective to draw the picture of him that I see in my mind. Oh, yeah. You know, but I see him all the time. And, I, you know, I wonder, like, how, how how did you do that for three days? I know you suffered, and I know you suffered bad. Right. So I still kind of want to go back. We, we, we were there. We only investigated... A little bit in the basement and then a little bit upstairs and we still missed a lot of rooms. That's how, how really? busy it hours. Yeah. It just stopped. Yeah. You know, what about you, Christina? Would you look forward to that trip? You looking forward to the trip? Yes, definitely. Really? Okay. So when you guys go out, do you, do you guys do anything to protect yourselves? Yeah. We pray yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Um, I wear rosary. I, I'm a deep, I'm, a, I'm very Catholic. Um, I'm, I will fight people who, who give me shit about being Catholic, and it happens a lot. Right. So I simply wear my rosaries, and Christina also wears a rosary. I'm not a believer in stones, um, not to hurt anyone's feelings or anything, but that's just not me. Right. Yeah. I'm a stone guy. Oh, sorry, And I'm a stoner guy, too, but I'm a how do I get out of this? <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. Yeah. Get the hell off this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. No, man, it's okay. I mean, that's you know, that's you know, different people have their different, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they they do different things. You know, I I I I believe in my stone. You know, I, I trust in them. So, you know, right. I was I was born and raised Catholic, but you know, I. My faith has certainly, you know, dwindled away over the years, you know, maybe because I'm older and meaner. I don't know. But older. <laughs> yeah, older and meaner, more uh, sarcastic, you know, I guess. I don't know. I feel Cynical. like I'm getting older and nicer. <laughs> older and nicer. I think I'm going to be a grumpy old man. I think I'm going to be able to be a grumpy old man. Be yeah, the one you know, well, people deserve that right when they get to that point. They've lived right. a long time. Like, I'll be yeah. 50 next year. So I can be grumpy all I want. I'll be 50 <laughs> next week. 
Oh God, no way. Yeah. See, that's yeah. a lot yeah. in too. You look good for our age. You look good, shit, man. Shit, I run I mean, every day, so you know, yeah, you know. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be the old guy yelling at the kids, "Get off my lawn!" <laughs> <laughs> Before I get Bigfoot from my backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. I mean, I. Uh, I mean, I love doing the Bigfoot stuff. And if you guys ever get the opportunity to do it, y'all should do it. Um, We're excited to try to, to do that. Yeah. We, we, we're going to work on that a little bit next summer. Have you guys ever uh, done anything outside, like investigation, like in the woods or cemeteries? or? Um, I don't. My family is, is okay with what I'm doing as mm -hmm. far as investigation, but they're not okay with it. They support my decisions and what I do in life. And I love them for that. Right. But cemeteries is something I promised I would never do. Okay. Um, that's a big no, no, but I have done outdoor investigations. I studied the Mothman for six weeks in Point Pleasant. Um, fished off the bridge that he, that he supposedly collapsed and uh, got some good EVPs out there. Um, I've done a outside, investigation in Cincinnati for a woman who was murdered by her husband. But the woods, I did that with the Mothman. And I think I made it 500 feet and I, and I ran out and I was good. Really? <laughs> I went back there in the day and I was still freaked out. <laughs> but yeah, we, 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 uh, if the rest of my team, Christina or whoever else we add would like to go to try to do cemeteries, that's mm -hmm. something that, you have to do on their own, not without me. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, no yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, one thing I always tell people is like, uh, I think a lot of times, like uh, some of the stuff that happens in the woods gets well bad. You know, that was Bigfoot. You know, there was a rock thrown at me, a stick thrown at me, or I hear footsteps, or I'm hearing voices. I think some of that is paranormal. You know, and yeah. I, you know, not you know, not saying that Bigfoot doesn't do that or not or that he's responsible for some of that um mm -hmm. but i think some of that is paranormal and uh, i've had friends actually go out in the woods and actually uh like catch evps you know um uh, and i don't know where you guys stand on with, with orbs but plenty of people have seen orbs you know um yeah so i think there's a lot more paranormal that goes on out there yeah, yeah. absolutely this you know people always ask me angelina uh where where can I go to investigate? And I'm like, you know what? Sit at a bus stop. I'm sort of a dead person sitting next to you. They're everywhere. They're <laughs> they're not just in haunted buildings and everything. But I believe they're in the woods. I this is a funny story. We were driving one day during COVID and learning our way around Kentucky, and I saw a big snapping turtle in the road, and it was big. I'm a city girl. I'm from Massachusetts, and I was like, what the hell is that? So I try to like go pick it up and some guy jumps out of his car and goes, don't do that. It'll bite your head off. But we got a recording. I got really close to the turtle and I'm like, oh my God. And all of a sudden you hear, I hate this fucking bitch. Just like that. No shit. Hear me. I got it. It's on our TikTok and I think in our page, but ever since I started getting into the paranormal, when I'm out videotaping or I'm out fishing, you know, for instance, with the Mothman investigation mission, and I'm talking to the people who died on the bridge that fell down, and I get EVPs. But this turtle was just like, I don't like you, you fucking bitch. And I'm like, did you hear what that said? 
Yeah, blew my mind. And it was in the middle of a, a Civil War area, you know, where we were, but what the hell? <laughs> and I sent that out to a hundred people, you know? Can you guys hear what he said? <laughs> so, yeah, I believe okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And that was that's, that's crazy. It it seems like uh some of these spirits like to use cuss words to communicate. We you know? had that recently um at Des General Ashlestone Mansion for the world's largest ghost hunt. We got bullshit a lot. And I'm thinking, wait, these were two, you know, a couple that lived there with the wife's brother. The guy was a narcissist, but we kept getting bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And we don't know if that was coming from somewhere else because there's so many portals they open, but we got that all night long on the on the portal. Bullshit. We asked a question, bullshit. Really? What the hell? <laughs> a couple times we got Yeah, too. a couple times we got, fuck you. Really? Yeah, do you want to talk mm -hmm. to him? Fuck you. Finally, at 4 o'clock in the morning, we said, do you want us to leave? And, and it said, go. And we're, we packed up and left. So, yeah. It, uh, we've got swore at before. And just recently at Randolph, I think we were there in uh, May, I got a Spanish speaker come through on the portal. And they were telling me colors. And I called one of the staff members and I said, you know, at Randolph County, were there ever any Latin people that stayed there? And they told me, yes, as a matter of fact, there was. There used to be a Campbell Soup Factory there, and a lot of Mexicans would come up during season and work at the soup factory and stay at the Randolph County Infirmary. And I was like, well, that's interesting because I got a lot of Spanish on my portal box. And that was interesting. And really? you know, thank you stood it. I did too. Yeah, but that that's that's so there, there's one day I'd like to go out and just do the whole investigation in Spanish so my team better start yeah. getting their Spanish going. <laughs> okay, that's good. Well, I'll be use, uh, useless to you if I ever go with you. I don't speak Spanish very well. I'm a coconut. Oh, you're a coconut? <laughs> yeah, I'm a coconut. I'm a coconut, man. It's okay to be a coconut. <laughs> yeah, I'm a coconut. Yeah, I'm all they better learn up on it or I'll be having these spirits do things to them. They didn't have no clue I said. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, 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 use, I use them a lot in experiments. And the, Christina's really good at it. Um, the last girl, Lizanne, that was with us, she was willing to do anything. They were not willing to go in the basement unless I clicked the light on as we went through. So we're getting there. That's good. I, had a, I had a reason for that, though. Okay. <laughs> I uh, had actually, when we were doing the world's largest ghost hunt, we forgot something upstairs, and she was like, asked one of us if we wanted to go get it. I um, wasn't going. I was too scared, Joe. Nobody would say anything, so I'm like, I guess I'll go get it. Big mistake. I walked up there. I walked up the stairs to the second floor. I went in the room, got what it was that I needed. As soon as I got in that room, I felt like eyes were on me. And really? as I was coming out and going back down the stairs, there was a room right at the top of the stairs to the left. And I literally got the crap scared out of me because I felt like somebody was following me. And I literally just 
hauled ass down the stairs. We heard her walking up very slow, and then all of a sudden here, boom, 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 all the way down the staircase. Yeah, I got scared. Something was funny up there. And immediately, which was weird, she started kind of getting angry, and she said, excuse my French, I'm not fucking going in the basement. So from going upstairs to coming down, I would be saying I'm not going upstairs, but something about the basement just hit her. And uh, so I actually got them to finally go in the basement as we were exiting the building. As long as they're standing about 500 feet behind me as I'm going through these dark rooms, finding the lights to flip them on. But she did it. You know, she, okay. she did. Good. Good. I'm, I'm a, I'm a team that likes to challenge. Let, let right. me put you to your most biggest fear and let me help you conquer. Cause I believe in paranormal investigation, I've learned so much about myself. It's unbelievable. And it's amazing what you learn about yourself. Yeah. So, so what is it that, that uh, you guys are hoping to accomplish? I'm hoping to accomplish knowing that when I die and I'm cremated, that wherever my, my ashes are thrown, I want them to be thrown in a river because I love to fish. I want to know if that's what I can do in my afterlife. Okay. That's what I'm not to accomplish. What about you, Christina? I, I'm I'm just curious where you go when you die. That's that's my biggest thing. And um, I only wonder that because I had a son that passed in 2009. And I just, I want to know where he is. I want to know if he's happy, if he's safe, if he's being taken care of. Like, yeah. So my goal is... It's pretty much the same. I, I want to know as well what happens to us when we die. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, November fourth, I'm have I'm have a friend on who actually passed away twice. You know, and he's he's going to tell the story about what he saw. Yeah. At, at um, you know, at like a two different times in his life, uh, he had he had two uh, near death experiences. If that's what you want to call it. I don't want to give yeah. too much. Uh, but yeah, y'all tune in for that. And you know, he, but his story is a little bit crazy. It's not a typical story, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know. It is. I, I yeah, have it's, asked, well, I've been there a few times myself, and it's something I'll never talk about, ever. Okay. Yeah. It was a thing. Okay. But I'd be um, interested in that, that yeah. podcast. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to shoot you a message and let you know, or just to remind you that it's going to come on. It'll be November 4th. Um, like so, like what advice would you have? Like a, you have like a new, some new people coming in. They want to start doing this. They want to create a team. What's some advice you would you would, you would give them? Um, don't just put someone on your team because you're friends with them, or because they're a family member, or because you might get along with them. Make sure the people that you're finding are respectful, honest, dedicated. They know what the word team means. And just make sure that you can vibe with them and make sure they understand the basic rules. Don't take off by yourself. You know, um, that's a big one. That's something that's hard for me to do for me too. When I hear something, I'm just off and running. Right. And now I have a, a small little team together and they chase me. Hey, where are you going? But find people that are in this for a reason, not just in it because they watch the TV shows and think they're going to get fame and fortune because mm -hmm. I don't allow my team it's not that I don't allow them, but I tell them, don't watch those shows because those are all edited. If you want to watch it, go on YouTube and watch a four-hour live feed that somebody's doing. That's real. 
Right. You know, so just be careful in who you pick and mm-hmm. don't add them to your team. I have a rule of you going through investigations with us and you become an honorary member. You go on three more and we're still meshing. I'm going to hand you a t-shirt or a sweatshirt and say, welcome to the team. Hmm. Next yeah. And if you don't put in any teamwork, you got to yeah. go. Right. <laughs> Right. You gotta go. So, I, I I think I'm a. I try to be a good team lead. I try. It's, it was a little difficult the World's Hardest Ghost Hunt because I had two new people, but I left them alone for 20 minutes on a on purpose a little bit, and then a little bit because I had to go, and they they carried that to the goal and right through to the end and did an amazing job. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Like, bye. what about you, uh, Christina? What what advice would you give somebody? What advice would you give somebody that um, wants to join a team? I would definitely have to agree with a lot of what she said. Be careful who you pick. Don't just throw people on your team um, because people can be good at disguising a lot of things. And um, we've ran across that a couple times. So it's definitely important to pay attention to who you are picking and choosing to put on your team. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, tell people where, where, where they can find your page or your group or YouTube channel. So they can find us. Um, they can just Google Bad to the Bone Paranormal Researchers. Our Twitter will pop up. Our um, All of our social media is the same, Bad to the Bone Paranormal. We're on Twitter. We just started a TikTok, which is hitting pretty fast. We are on YouTube. We're still working our YouTube. We are on parapost.net, which is an amazing website for anyone into the paranormal, Bigfoot and UFOs, mm-hmm. to interact with other people and get location. Um, we're on Instagram. So, yeah, just Google Back to the Bone Paranormal. Find us. And, you know, our, our, our group page on Facebook is private. Um, we do that for a reason, because of trolls. So I don't want to wake up every morning and people are saying bad things to somebody. So we do approve comment. Um, other yeah. than that, you can go back to the bone paranormal and you'll find us, you know. Yeah. Sometimes people say, oh, there goes bad to the, no, they say, there goes Angelina from scared to the bone running down. It. <laughs> scared to the bone. I like that. Where did you get bad to the bone at? Uh, where did you get that name from? Here's a funny story. Me and my friend um, doing some work at Post Town. Part of me living there, maintained the building, you know, for investigation. And we went next door to the, didn't have any hats or gloves. And, it, and we bought some hats and gloves as the bone. So we said, hey, let's start Bad to the Bone Paranormal. And that's where that came from. Dollar General. $5 oh, hats. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, I like and that. it's good. So, or the, or people can hit hashtag BTTB. Would come up. Yeah, just Google bad. Find us. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite songs. But uh, you guys are starting to break up on me. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay. Yeah, you guys are freezing up. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually one of my favorite songs. So when I, when I saw that, I was like, oh man, I wonder if they got that for George Thorogood. <laughs> no, but it's weird because I was like, I hope they don't come and say that name. <laughs> right, yeah. 
So we added the researchers. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. Or you can play it when you enter your investigations. You know. Yeah. No, we're, we are beyond. <laughs> well, cool, guys. That's really about it. Uh, unless you guys have anything you want to add, anything you want to say, or, you know, do you have anything you want to say to the people? And we just want to thank you for hitting us up and inviting us to your podcast. We've been watching it. You're an amazing guy. You've got a lot of people on that we see that we like and we admire in, in the field. And we're learning a lot um, about crypto and Bigfoot and UFOs and all that different stuff from watching your show. So we appreciate you. and We appreciate you having us on the show. And everybody needs to go follow you and hit that you up for <laughs> That's probably the best thing anyone's ever said on this show. <laughs> Need to go follow me. There you go. Cool, man. And if you guys want to share anything on my page, share away, okay? You guys are more than welcome to share your experiences. You got your YouTube channels, whatever you want to share, TikTok, you know. You got an investigation going on. You want to go live, do that. You know, man, you guys are welcome to do it, you know, okay? And everyone in the chat room who, who participated, I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. You had some great questions. And Walter and Lupe. You guys yeah, are. Uh, Thank yeah. you, Brian. We see ya. Yeah. All right, guys. Y'all have a good night. Thanks, right, Joe. Have a good night. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye.